yo, yo. Welcome to the Let's Talk Music Podcast. I am your host. My name is Kareem. I am the founder of Keys to the Game, which is a platform on Instagram where I help provide the latest tips and strategies uh, to help advance the careers of independent musicians. I just want to say thank you if you are a returning listener and if this is your first time, thank you still. Um, Today's going to be a really, really good episode. I have a special guest up here. Um, you guys should know by now, but if you don't know that, I only like to bring people up here who have uh, value. Uh, I like for people to come up here and have something that I can leave my audience with because, of course, the whole existence of my platform is to help you better yourself throughout your career. So, the special guest that I have up here today is an artist. This is actually one of the first artists that I have brought up on this platform, at least full-fledged artist. If you heard my last episode, you know I had Seti P up here. Seti P uh, also makes music, but he is a Renaissance man who is uh, capable of many things. He wears uh, various hats. Uh, but the guest that I have up here today is specifically just an artist and uh, he and I met through my coaching calls which I highly suggest uh, they're very helpful uh, but he and I met on uh, one of my coaching calls uh, and we kind of hit it off very well from there we we constantly exchange dms and you know he puts me up on stuff and you know of course I put him up on things and it's just a very healthy relationship and I like I like his progress. I like how active he is on social media. Um, I, I like his visuals. I, I like what he stands for. He's just he's just got everything suited and booted the way that I like and the way that I want to see a lot of other artists do things as well. Um, this artist goes by the name of Zuras, and um, I'm going to give him a chance to talk about himself and you know get into the interview between he and I. Uh, but before I do. I want to make you guys aware that I am still giving away free game, uh, of course, as always, on Instagram, uh, but more specifically in my bio, um, I still have the checklist to keep you organized for your next music release, and I still do have uh, the split sheet available uh, so that you can keep things very organized when you do make tracks. Um, and then I also am still doing my coaching calls uh, those are going very well. Slots are always filling up. So if you haven't got on a call with me yet, I highly suggest it. It's very helpful. And I can guarantee you by the time we get off the phone, you are going to feel pumped. Okay. So that wraps up my announcements. I am going to get into the interview with Zuras and I, and I hope that you guys truly enjoy it. Right. Start off like this. Just tell me, tell me, tell me more about you. Like, where you're from? How long you've been making music? And when did you start taking it serious? Um, I'm Zuras from Brooklyn, New York. Dancehall recording artist. I've been um, I want to say since I first started, I've been taking music serious. Like till 2011, I would really say like I really like started um, making music. I used to be a dancer in the Caribbean, in the Caribbean culture. And then I just basically trained in my dance shoes for the microphone. Right. And I just started, I just started from there, you know? So probably like going into like my, um, like going into like my senior year of high school, the summer 2011, that was probably like, I made like my, I was really started, rec I recorded like my first song, dropped my first song and, you know, and then throughout the years, I just been, you know, just progressing, you know? Um, I had a project I dropped during the summertime. It went number one overseas in Ghana. Mm. Um, peaked That's at number wonderful. Six. Thank you. Peaked at number six in America for um, regular releases. Um, I've been featured in the past. I've been featured on um, MTV, VH1, the cover of Vivo Reggae, um, Caribbean, Caribbean International Network, um, song um, video of the week. Um, a whole bunch of like a whole lot, a whole lot of you know, but I'm still nowhere near where I want to be, you know. Yeah, we're so like, when did you when, when would you say that you really started to take this serious? Like, it was obviously it had to be some point before those accomplishments. Like, when did stuff like really click for you? Like, all right, this is what I want to do full time. 
Um, I want to say probably like during like my colleges, maybe. Right. Like, so uh, I went to school upstate in New York. Um, yeah. Sugi Canton. Shout out to Sugi Canton. So you went. I went to school up there, and um, I want to say. Once you get in like that college market or whatever, it's a lot of people that's like they're also artists as well. So I was I was surrounded by like a lot of rappers, a lot of yeah. a lot of um singers. There's a lot of creatives in general. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. I was just trying to like, you know, um like branch out and I was different. I was doing Caribbean music, so I was really different off rip, you know? And that's when like I was really started performing in front of like a lot of people. Like I was doing like 20, 30 minute sets. For like you know, in front of like, in front of like, like five hundred, five hundred people. What was that and like? It was, yo, it was crazy. Like one thing about me, I always do like a lot of, I always, I still do, and I always did like a lot of studying. So I always study like a lot of, um, greats of my genre when it comes to performing. Um, like the Beanie Mans, the right. Sean Pauls, the Baby Shams, and then I just watch yeah. other artists like the Drakes, the Jay Zs, like all my inspirations. I just sit back and watch them perform, and I try to just add it into what, like, I'm doing. I was already popular around campus and everything like that. Everybody was showing love. It was kind of like an easy transition for me. And yeah. once I started shows, and I was probably, like, you know, 19 years old, and I was performing, and I was getting money, I was just saying, like, you know, like, yo, this is something I could really, you know, go forward with and you know really get it like you know it really you yeah, know be something all of that open your eyes yeah yeah, yeah for sure. and let you know that you know the possibilities yeah that's what's up so amidst all of that like like what would you say is your biggest your biggest accomplishment yet uh my biggest accomplishment yeah. um Probably um, getting my plaque that I won number one over the summer. I think that's probably like one of my biggest. What? Where did that come from? I ain't know what um, it is. Um, <laughs> hey, it's on my page. Well, basically, it was gifted. Um, my girlfriend actually gifted it um to me in the summertime for my birthday. But um, I had dropped. You know, like I said, prior, I had dropped the project, and I went number. Um, I went like number one in Ghana on the iTunes mm. charts. Yeah. And like in like two days and I was there for probably like two weeks. And this is like number one overall, not just reggae, like overall. So and I beat out an artist that was his name is Stoneboy. He was number what? one for like three months. He from the States I, too, or if he from 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 Nah, he's from over there. He's from, from Ghana. Yeah, he actually had like a single that was um doing very good off his album and he had a collaboration with, with um Kerry Hilson. So that kind of show you like the the level that you know what I'm saying? Like what you was up against. Yeah, yeah, that's what she was up against. Yeah, he's probably like he's probably like the biggest artist that's like that's that's like from there, you know. So yeah, so that's probably I'll I'll probably say that's probably like one of like my biggest probably like my biggest accomplishment to date. What I'll still talk about that 10, 20 years from now. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's a huge accomplishment. That's that's something I'm sure like really made you feel like all right, like I'm doing this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like like yeah, for sure. It's, it's 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 not only not only am I doing it, but it's I'm getting results. You know what I mean? Right. Now I do a lot like obviously we met through a coaching call, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um I do a lot of those. I've been I've been doing a, a lot of them and and just That's recently sure. what I decided to do was I threw a survey in there because I wanted to see some of the most common areas that people were having trouble with, you know, before, right. I, before I got on the call. And then it's just statistical information that I needed to, you know, know what type of content to craft and so on and so forth. So what, what I thought would be dope is to just go over some of those top areas that I see that artists struggle with and right. find out, you know, how you're handling those things and how you're tackling those things. So I'm going to tell you what the three top things are, and then uh, we can figure out what order we want to go in. So um, actually, I do already have them in chronological order. Sorry. So number one is marketing. That seems to be like the thing that everybody is just struggling with or confused about. And then the second thing is knowing how to release music properly. So 
a mu- new music rollout. You know, like that. That's another. That's another hot topic for people apparently. And then staying organized is another one that people just, I guess they're just having trouble trying to figure out. So let's start with number one, marketing. Like, first of all, we know that it's important, right? But like, what exactly is marketing to you? I mean, I mean, marketing is just like how you, how you, like how you present the, you know, how you present the product. How you present the Word. music. I like know, that how you, how you just want to get things to just like, you know, just get going, you know? So like for me, marketing, um, I always say like marketing is definitely, this might sound crazy, but marketing sometimes be more important than actually creating the work. You no, know what no I'm saying? No because cat. like you got to make people see it. So like one thing that like I do when it comes to marketing, like for example, so my EP that I came out with, I went number one with, right? So yeah. Um, it was a very short project. There was only four songs on there, right? So the so the project was called Mood Swings. Mm-hmm. So the project basically gave you like you know you went through mood swings. The, the first song was like I wouldn't say negative positive, but it was more so of like um like like um like uncertainty, like you know. Yeah. So it was so it was kind of like a certain mood positive, a certain mood positive, right? So you're going through a mood swing. So what I said to myself was. Um, you just got to see how you're going to come out and just how you're going to market certain things. So what I said for myself with this project was I have four songs. So for the month or whatever the case may be, I'm like each week, I'm a plan on marketing, marketing, um, these songs since since, since it's only four songs. Right. Right. So what I did was, um, I had photo shoots and I took, I had a photo shoot and in that photo shoot, I basically have four different outfits. Each outfit represented the mood, right? I oh, also bought in, I also bought in a videographer, right? And I did things that like displayed the mood or whatever. So I had a song on there called um, "Happy," and "Happy" actually um, is um, in consideration right now for um, ESPN First Take. I went here back from the That's right. Shout out, thank you. Shout out to United Masters on that. So um, basically, like you know, so for example, like what "Happy," right? So um i had a photo shoot when i was like you know you know just jolly and just happy and you know um and then i had like i i did a uh like a promo vid it was just 30 seconds right uh-huh. it was just 30 seconds and it was just me just on the phone just smiling you know just feeling positive and feeling happy you understand what i'm saying yeah. and then my original plan what was to do but covid kind of messed it up when i had this rollout because i like planning stuff like in advance especially when it's like when it's like should. a project um, it was going to be, um, the picture that, that Monday, that Wednesday was going to be the promo video. And then, um, that Friday was supposed to be, I was going to do, a, um, I was going to do a performance for my band and I was going to put it out on my YouTube. Yeah. So I was going to put a snippet of that up, you know, and then every week, well, but what I wound up doing was I just wound up just putting, um, another picture. So I wound up picking the top two pictures from each outfit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To, to, to um go with the mood, you know, and every week, you know, we just kept on kept on repeating. Like, okay, this week we focusing on this song, this week focusing on that song, you know. We just you know kept on repeating it from a marketing standpoint, you know, because nobody wants to see um nobody wants to see like the cover art over and over and over again. Bro, nobody. I'm trying to bro. tell you, and that's like one of my biggest pet peeves. And like, I like how you pointed out that you took the time to build content before the release that is like super key like aside from telling people that they need to make sure they get that song clear because i've seen songs get pushed through the digital distributors and then get rejected you know and right you've already announced the date that it's supposed to be coming out and then you find right, out right. for whatever reason so like that's number one like that's what i tell people to do first and then the second thing that i always 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 recommend is that you have that content on hand like yeah. i really say like you should have at least 30 pieces of content before you even decide to you know start pushing stuff on social media yeah it's 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 really important though. Like, like um, right now, I'm I'm pushing a, um a, a single called "It Wasn't Me," and you know yeah, I, I just have... I was looking at the video. That shit is dope. Bro. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, yeah, shout, yeah. Out, shout out to Shaggy. That's person who inspired me. Yeah. But um, 
you know, like right now, I got a graphic designer, and she basically um had a had like a sale, or whatever, and she basically was create creating content for you. So it's five pieces of content for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. or whatever. You what? know, I call it a Friday sale, so it's only fifty dollars, right? Okay. So, so it's just like <laughs> you know, you just gotta just just have like you know, just have different content, rather it be a photo shoot, um, behind the scenes footage, you know, whatever, whatever your duration of it is gonna be. And just and just like go ahead and just do it like and it's just so much things that could just be more in the retrospect like even if you um let's say for example like a lot of people might not know this but you can upload your lyrics on um on um Genius right and Genius Genius actually has this um this tool to where you can upload a picture of yourself and you can highlight your favorite lyrics um from your song and yeah. that's like that's content right there so it's like that's hard. It's, yeah, bro. So it's like it's 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 like it's it's endless, bro. Like the content, the content decisions is just like it's just like endless. And like you said, probably have like thirty pieces or you know, like think about the duration that you want to that you want to like push your song for, whatever the case may be. Or that's and another have thing. that and just have that content, even if it's yeah. like two pieces a week, three pieces a week, but make sure it's at least two a week, and just keep on like. Just, just, just keep on pushing it. Keep on pushing it, and you will get content out of nowhere. Trust and believe. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Sometimes yeah. stuff just springs up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, that could be like user generated content too. Like people, like exactly, like they catch on to stuff, and then you know they start reposting it, sharing it, and stuff like that. Uh, I've seen that a lot. Like I've seen a lot of people. That, like, like I'll explain the typical release that I've seen. Um, Usually, like, they'll drop the cover art, and then after the cover art, you know, they might drop some motion art. Right. After they drop some motion art, you know, that's kind of where it stops. Unless there's a video, and then the video comes out next, like, it's, like, literally those three pieces of content. And then, of course, once they announce that the song is out, you know, all of the people that are following them, you know, catch wind of it, and then they start, you know, screenshotting it and... Right, right, right. They start posting that stuff to their story, and then literally, like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. man. And it's like you just, you just, you just gotta be aware. You gotta just, you know, because end of the day, this, how the way how this algorithm is going, and and, and you know, you gotta just, cause probably like, probably like last year or so, like, probably it was good to just have like, oh, 2019, you know, my 2019, 2018, it was good to just have like you know, a few pieces of content on your page and just yeah. keep on continuous, continuously sharing it on your yeah. story. Yeah. But, you know, we're all not getting the views that we was once getting. I know I was getting probably like at least like 150 to 200 views a day and that, and that dropped by like, like a massive amount, mass, like massive. Like I'm telling you, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not even getting that much. So you got to do something to drive different traffic to your page right you know? right and you know what i like that you dropped the word algorithm because it's important to know how the algorithm actually works if you're going to be marketing yourself on instagram like to me uh, uh, there's a lot of artists marketing themselves or at least trying to market themselves on instagram but not understanding how it works and like that's like right. playing trying to play a sport but then not really knowing how to play the sport like you on the field and you said that this is the sport that you play but right. when you when it's your turn when we hand you the rock you you looking like what do I, like i don't know what to do like am i supposed to take it down court should i shoot should i pass like what right. am i supposed to do so it's interesting that you bring up the term algorithm because what most people don't know and i only know this because i've really been studying instagram a lot like now and now that i understand how how it works i'm never gonna not stop studying it but it really it really feeds off of the content that you supply like it what most people don't know is when you post in the first hour two hours the suffer debate but within that first time frame instagram only shows your post to 10 percent of your followers and that is called yeah. a micro test. In that in that micro test phase, what Instagram is looking to find out is if that content, that piece of content that you've pushed out, is worth exposing to more people. And it's because of the way that Instagram 
Facebook's model is right now. The the model is to keep as many people on the platform as possible. And the only way that it's going to keep as many people on the platform as possible is if they're enjoying what they're seeing. And if you're someone who's not posting anything that people are not engaging with or responding to, then the algorithm knows to just dump your content off to no man's land. (laughs) And then that only then hurts your profile the more and more that you continue to do that. So it's very important to make sure that you're consistent with your content. And if you don't have that to begin with, then Instagram is just not going to bless you the way that you expect for it to bless you. Yeah, that's, that's like, I always tell people, like, you got to deal with small percentages and you got to know that you only gain about, you got 6,000 followers, only 5 to 10% of people are seeing that once you get it posted. So it's up to the people to make, to, you know, say, oh, okay, I, you know, I like this. You know, the likes, comments, yeah. is, and, and saves. I, I recently saves. found out like last month that saves. Saves like, are things. super likes. Like, I literally yeah. just seen a post about that today. Yeah. So it's like, you got to get that going. Then it's just going to show to, like, more people. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's why even sometimes, like I think I learned this from you. Like, you know, if I don't got a, if I don't got no content or nothing like that at the moment, um, I'll be saying some real shit on Twitter. So I just, I just kind of, I, I just screen hey, shot man. And, posts. <laughs> that, and that's really? what I do. That's what I, that's what I did today. And that post went crazy. Hey. You know what I mean? Some of my best posts, not even some of my, like all of my best posts are freaking tweets. Like, yeah. of just like, just whatever I'm thinking at the time, or like, if I'm in the process of creating co- my batch content for like the month, like I'm coming across stuff and I'm like, all right, like this is fire, but I don't feel like putting it in here this month. Like, let me just make it a tweet real quick. And then right. I'll it, it'll, it'll, it'll go crazy on Twitter or something like that. And then I'll be like, okay, well, I mean, I, I'm all about data. So like if if the data is saying that people like this, then all right, well let me go ahead and see how they feel about it on on Instagram and boom, right. be like 300, 400 likes, hella shares, and like crazy. What a lot of people don't understand is like me, I always tell people this, right? Like, like you gotta stay true to yourself, stay true to your brand, right? Me personally, Facts. like behind the music or whatever, I'm a real funny guy. I love having fun, whatever the case may be, right? But like. I'm not gonna go and be this, try to be this comedian or whatever the case may be, just so I get people to gravitate towards me. You understand know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, nah, like that's not like that's not what I'm gonna do, right? However, right, you could just post stuff to just keep people like, you know, tuned in, right? So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm never gonna do anything like that, right? But as far yeah. as like, I feel like I could be um real, like I could share my story or just say certain things to just get people going and say, okay, that's cool. So. That's why, like, I will post some, something that I tweet, you know? And sometimes mm-hmm. I get more love on Instagram than it, than it actually does on Twitter. All the time for me. And, and, then, <laughs> and then, like, even if it's, like, you know, like today, I posted um, an article that came out that, you know, um, a blog yeah, or yeah. whatever the case may be. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, when you come back to my page in about, you know, in about a month or two, will it still be there? Maybe not. I might archive it. And that's the beauty of Instagram. But at the end of the day, that's what's keeping you afloat. If you were to scroll down my page to probably like 2019, you will probably see like a, you probably see like a six week gap in between posts. You feel me? But I really, I'm, it's not like I was just not posting in those six weeks. Like, nah. But that's yeah. what people might think. But, you know, when you're coming back looking on it. But, you know, it's okay to dish out little content at the moment just for people to just look at and see to keep to keep your presence going like you said yeah. you know if you don't come out then you know nobody's gonna know who you are facts and that's that's marketing you you gotta spread the word and a lot of artists yeah. fail to do that they create songs and you know maybe they'll push it maybe they won't and for the what they do decide that they choose to push they're not even really pushing it to its full capacity because it genuinely hurts my heart when i see somebody put out a song that i have been anticipating you know what i mean and it's fire and then only for it to get three days worth of posting maybe two days worth of them actively sharing people screenshotting the fact that they're 
you know, bumping it on Spotify or Apple Music or they pre-ordered it or saved right. it, whatever, you know, two days of that. And then it's like, now it's just silence until the next song. Like, that's not how you build your brand. That's not how you market your music. That's definitely not staying consistent. You know, you're, you're, you have to feed the platform. Not only do you have to, you have to feed your people, but you have to feed the platform as well. So it's like a, a, a double edge kind of thing you got going on here, you know, and they, they, they work hand in hand. So, Definitely. so and you got to, you got to think about things just like when you attract a new audience, right? So when you attract a new audience, I know for me, the first two things I'm doing is I'm reading your bio and then I'm going to look at your content on your page. Like, and if I see it's like not, up to Paul, if I see it's like, you know, it's like... It's like, how am I supposed just, to take you serious? Not, yeah. Like, why would like, I want to network with you? Why would I want to reach yeah. out to you for a collab? Like, we do a collab together. Any, like, yeah. I, I can only expect for you to treat the way you treat your stuff, the way that you would treat a project between me and you. And exactly. on top of that, that's like having that, that, that member in the group in school when, like, you put in the work, but then the group member slacked off and just tried to grab the credit from it. Like, why would I want right. to work with somebody like that? Like, I want to work with someone that's going to equally put in as much work as I'm going to put in with exactly. whatever we're doing together. And if you can't even exactly. take the time to properly market your music, then why would I want to even collab with you? Like, <laughs> like there would be a waste of my time, energy, and effort. So, right. you know, that's the that's that's a big step. I wish I had, like, a button for that. Like, I need to get one of those for <laughs> the show or something like that. Like, ah, for real, say, like bro. big facts. Like for real, because <laughs> real, you really need that, bro. For real, because you gotta really let people know, like it's not, it's not a game, bro. Like if you Facts. really practice, like you could be good. And one thing that you really said that I've really been sticking by is just like you know, and, I, and I've always said this, I've always thought this, but I really know how to put it into words. Like you don't have to be mainstream to be successful. Like you nope. gotta just focus on being successful. Nope. Cause you know, cause I know a lot of successful artists that's not mainstream, and I know a lot of a mainstream artists that's not successful. Like word. So, and I think, like, I, and that's a very, very, very important thing, like to know that you don't really need to be on a uh, successful on like a mega scale. Like honestly, success is a relative term. Like everyone defines success differently. You know, I, I think that's a thing that a lot of a lot of people, not even just artists, people fail to realize. But right. But yeah, you don't you don't need to be freaking mainstream. Like all you need to do is just know how to market yourself, right? Find your tribe. I love saying that because it just makes so much sense. You find have your that tribe, cult following. Have that cult following that's gonna ride with you, and that's all you need. That's all you need, you know. So <sighs> we kind of delved into releasing singles, which is fine. Like because right. they marketing yeah. and releasing singles kind of run hand in hand. Like you know, yeah, I think singles are like. You're, and I could be wrong, but I think that singles are uh, artists' number one marketing tool because your single not only allows for you to portray your brand, uh, help you experiment with your target audience, um, but it also is like an experimental thing. Like it's for real, for real. Like you really want to push this song, but right. at the same time, like that single release is going to give you so much data it's going it, to it, it, it's so much that you can learn and take back from that release period you know what i'm saying yeah. so i totally believe that you know your uh, artist single is their number one marketing tool so i mean when it comes to the rollout i guess i still have a couple more questions for you like when you decided to put out that ep like how long did you give yourself before you actually like made an official announcement date like what was that like little gestation period for like yo you want me you want me to keep it to keep it a buck how, how i did yeah. it right i already knew that the cover and everything was going to be so like 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 the cover was crazy off, off, off rip so i knew people was going to gravitate towards it because of the cover yeah. to be 100 percent honest right because it was it was it was called mood swings mm -hmm. there's only four songs right so I literally promote, I literally released the cover the Monday before it came out and it came out that Friday. And my caption was four songs, four moods, four more days. And everybody just went crazy. Like, oh, oh my God, yo, what's this? Like more so because of the cover art, you know? I think yeah. of the cover art and because of the caption as well, 
and and people were telling me too, like, yo, like, like I like that, you know, it was a real like, yeah. Even though I didn't build no crazy anticipation, it was like, oh, you know, so, like, yeah. But like I said from before, I had the rollout from before, you know, I actually had a whole different rollout from like, I want to say like February, I had a whole different rollout or whatever the case may be, because I was going to actually release the project at first in May and go out and do, um, I do an annual show that I always do yeah. um, every June. Um, dive into that a little later, but um, I was going to do that. And then I actually had like other shows, like basically like lined up mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Like paperwork was actually coming in for me to like secure certain things. And then yeah. COVID hit. And when COVID hit, I had to kind of like just, you know, take a step back and I wound up reaching the project like two months later, yeah. you know, but I mean, yeah, I made my announcement four days before, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, you know, you're blessed to be able to have like an audience that, you know, was receptive to that and they kind of responded well to it, you know, but generally, you know, you should always have that set up well in advance. You know what I mean? Oh but, yeah, like, yeah, like, like well in advance. General, like three weeks. Yeah, I would general, say. I mean, if it's a project, probably like five. But if it's just like a single, you would get away with like three weeks of preparation. You know what I mean? I think the reason why I did that though, because I usually don't do that. The reason why I did that because it was something. It was like with these songs or whatever. It was definitely yeah. like, um, more so like experimental. Because three out of the four songs on or, there. Well, all of them, all of them was kind of actually like experimental. Like it was all kind of like something that you don't really hear from me, you know. So and you were um, already active before this, though, right? Like you yeah, was, okay. I, I, well, then it, it makes yeah. sense. Like so, um, like the lead single actually, the lead single before the project even came out, the lead single actually charted on um, um, four different um iTunes. No, no, not iTunes. Four different Apple Music reggae charts um um ghana the ukraine russia and united kingdom right so that was for the month of may you know and then i started um like like the other songs are pretty much done like i'm always in and out the studio you know but those four songs but like basically those four songs right there was kind of like a test because i'm like i don't really go i don't really dig into like personal stuff and Uh you know and certain things like that all my music is, is about like love having fun relationships um you know turn it up like it's about that you know girls dancing it's just like positive vibe yeah so like for me it was just kind of like different especially like um, i had a song on my project that i think everybody could relate to um it was called every day and i've been talking about how um you know like i went to college i got my degree that's what everybody told me to do and I was applying for all these jobs. Nobody was nobody was calling me back. But I, I had one of the hottest songs in the streets, um, you know, within my demographic. I had one of the hottest songs in the streets. And every weekend, I was I was going to a different college to perform. But throughout the week, I was a regular person trying to apply to a job and everything. And it was just like, yeah. I think that song right there, like a lot of people tell me, like, yo, like this song is dope, and it's something that they didn't really expect from me from me. So. That's why, like, with, with that project in particular, it was more so of, like, uh, you know, let me let me try it to, to see if people are really going to, like, gravitate towards it. Now, moving forward in 2021, um, I got another project that I'm going to drop um, called 10, The yeah. Essence of Nature. And uh-huh. and that's just, like, um, celebrating my 10 years that I'm in the game. So I'm going to drop it next year. And now I know I could take some of what I put on that um ep not those same songs but like those right. type those type of tracks and i could throw at least three on there two because you know it's there. gonna work exactly. and that's, that was the beauty of it being experimental because yeah. it turns out that it really worked out that's or, why some that's some lit. small projects i always tell people like some small projects you could do like you can even do three songs three four five and just like let's just see what's gonna happen like all my projects have always like besides my mix, I had a mixtape I dropped in 2016. It was um 11 songs, mm-hmm. but besides that, like like my debut project, um was seven songs and it and it, yeah. it charted number 54 in North America. My um my second release, no, it was that that was my first release. Um, that had the mixtape. The mixtape was a free project though. 
Um, then my next release, my next EP was only five songs, and this one was four. So it was like mm-hmm. it just kept on dipping and dipping because you gotta understand how to try to, you know, especially when somebody new, you gotta you gotta think about it. Are you gonna sit there and listen to a new artist? 15, 20 songs, like, you know, you gotta nah. be smart about how you do it. Nah, right? Yeah, it's you like, gotta, you gotta, nah, be, smart. You gotta like, be smart. Like, I, I used to think that once upon a time, like, you just always had to do like 12 songs. Like, at any given time, you had to do 12 songs. I think, like, when I first, first started, started like making music and, and like managing like other artists, which I didn't even know what I was doing at the time. But I always <laughs> thought, I always told my artists, like, all right, this next track, I mean, this next project, 12 songs. Like, we weren't even thinking about singles. It was just project after project after project, which can be fine if you're picking singles to push. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but at the same time, you're probably still wasting your time trying to deliberate and organize that huge body of work when you could just play around with a little bit at a time. And then that'll tell you going forward, I when I do decide to make this bigger body of work, here's how I need to do it. Right. So and like and like one thing I learned too, because like I'm basically going into kind of like making a making a um making somewhat of an album, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. I'm just calling it a project. Yeah. One thing I'm just coming to find out and just like listening to some of my favorite um projects and stuff like that is like you have to when you when you playing out like a project with with like I want to say more than even if it's I want to say anything like more than like seven or more songs, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta have powerful singles to gravitate people towards the project in general to make them want to check out the next set songs like that's the most important part of it you also have to make sure that you know how to you got to make sure that you know how to separate your project cuts from your single cuts like like right now Mm -hmm. i've been working on i'm working on my project for next year i've been working on it since i want to say like what since like um toward the end of the summer going to going in going into the fall yeah i've been out the studio working on it and right now i want to say that i got about 17, 18 songs up for consideration. Only four of those songs is for sure on there. And out of those four, it's only one that I see as a single. <laughs> and, and the next one is like a is, is like a Lucy. Like it wasn't yeah. me. It's, it's 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 already out though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like those other two that's on there, I want that on there because those are project cuts. But it's very important that you just know how to how to decipher the project cuts. From the single cuts, so I got it, and I might have more than seventeen that I got to choose from. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm consistently recording, so it's like I got to yeah. see what is it that I'm gonna put as a single that's gonna bring people towards, like, all right, let me, you know, like, let me listen, let me listen to this, like, more. It's kind of like you got a podcast, right? Every yeah. um, most podcasts might have like a highlight on the top, or they might have like a trailer, something like that. So yeah. it's like, all right, what's the most popular episode that I could listen to that's gonna gravitate me to 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 listen to more? Cause that's what I that's that's what I did when I when I look at any artist, even when I looked at your podcast, I said, okay, yeah. what what's gonna gravitate me to see? Like, same thing with the single. You gotta give people something to make them say, like, all right, let me check out this artist even more. Words. So like with so much going on and so much deliberation and stuff you got to go through, like, how do you, how do you stay organized with everything? Cause that's like number three on, on the list of stuff that people say that they struggle with the most. Like, how do you um, remember all I mean, this stuff? <laughs> I mean, you know, first and foremost, this is go back um to, to, to releasing the music. Make sure y'all yeah. get my boy um keys to the game release you. Cause oh yeah. You got a cheat sheet right there. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, but that's the beauty of, like I said, like putting that little extra tidbit on the um, right. on the coaching call thing because it's like, all right, right, well, y'all telling me this is what y'all are struggling with. Okay, like it helps me. Stuff like this helps me figure out how to really support the artist. You know what I'm saying? So maybe right. one day I'll come up with something. To, like I'm going to take exactly what you're saying right now, play this back. Right. And think like, okay, like this is what he said that he had to do to stay organized. Like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But on the stay organized though, definitely like I just I have I have like I have like tasks or whatever. So like 
I have tasks that I got to do on a daily, right? A daily tasks, weekly tasks, yeah. quarterly tasks. Like, I break everything down, you know? Like, every time before I go into a new year, I like to do, like, a six-month plan of what Word. I'm going So, like, like, I already made my six-month plan. Like, I already know going into next year, um, um, I'm going to... I'm going to drop this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that and just keep on, you know, keep on going. And you know, the schedule might get a little hectic or might get a little messed up because yeah, you that was going to be my question for you. Cause I know sometimes you like life, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. I was wondering how do you handle those rebounds? I mean, I just try to turn all every negative and stuff positive the best way I could like Word. COVID. Like I, I probably <laughs> was for COVID. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was looking at like, I was looking at how I could just go out and just get and just get more exposure, more audience and like in like different places and make it be real, you know, face to face. Cause I already seen um like we talked about personally, um, I did, you know, I do my show every year and I'm bringing out like over two hundred people mm-hmm. and the venue fit two hundred and fifty people and you walking I'm walking away with I'm walking away with almost a thousand dollars just from selling t shirts before I even step on the stage. That's right. It. So yeah. you know, walking away. This with most recent my- thing. This uh, the uh, I'm looking at the cover, cover art right here. For it wasn't me like that. That right there. Remember, that I, right I told there. you. I told you on clothing. Like if it, it, all music disassociated from it. Like if I seen that somewhere, like I would be inclined to want to pick that right, up. Right, right. You feel me? And that's. And that's like my next step too. Like when I when I um do my rollout for my project um next year, like I already have like a like a like a like a um designer. Like he actually actually draws and he works mm-hmm. for and he works with a um um an upcoming urban urban street streetwear company within NYC. And yeah. it's like I'm about to just go in there. Me and my partner about to just go in there and just say, yo. Here go, here go the money. Give us two, three designs. I don't know if y'all heard Benny the Butcher Project, but he said, he said, um, we threw the money on the table. Before, we threw the money on the table before the plug said the price. That's the type of time when I'm on. Here go, go five hundred. Give us like three designs. This is the cover art. Like you know, make your imagination run wild. And once we get that, once we get the designs back, we're gonna just throw it on t-shirts and t-shirts and just and just go oh, like, yeah. Goal setting. Honestly, that's one of the things that I'm I'm really trying to focus on now. Like, believe it or not, and shame on me for this, but I really don't be out here setting goals. I just do it, you know. And don't get me wrong, like in doing that, like I've been able to really grow my platform. But going into 2021, like now that I see that I really have a product and a platform that's growing, and I'm helping people out on a daily basis, like it's like all right, let's time it. Let's let's get a little bit more organized with this and like really start throwing some milestones out there and really hitting the milestones, you know? What I, what I will say when it comes to goals, right? Like, it's one thing I, 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 I honestly just dove into. So what I've been preaching for like the, 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 the last few years, set goals quarterly, right? Mm-hmm. Now I give you a three month period to say, okay, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Cause you never really know what could happen in a case of a whole year. COVID yeah. just came and wiped out so much things that we thought we was going to do. You understand what I'm saying? Word. So yeah. that your goals quarterly. Once your goals are set quarterly, now during like the last month of that quarter, we can we can sit back and review and say, okay, did we reach this? Did we reach that or whatever? And then let's just see, you know, what we're going to do to move on to the next. Because there's nothing wrong. Well, I think a lot of people a lot of people get like discouraged or whatever if they don't reach, a, reach their goals. There's nothing wrong with not reaching it or whatever. But let's just see. How are we gonna just come back and take take a step back and just say okay, let's like let's go and let's get it going. Cause setting goals quarterly gives you more than enough time. If you set five goals and you knock and you knock and you knock three out, that's 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 over five hundred. That's over that's over fifty percent. So yeah. like you're good and let's just go and see how we could go on to the next. Instead of setting a lot of people set ten goals for the year or whatever and they got to do it for the whole um 12 months and they can't even come up off of it and they just feel like they failed it's like nah bro like don't do that yeah um quarterly goals i think is the best way to go like like for me like i definitely got like my six month plan or whatever the case may be right but i do have three major goals like for the for the um for the year, like of 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 two thousand and um, twenty one, right? Mm-hmm. Two of them is like on my brand, and one is personally my personal one. I gotta um, 
I want to get a call for sure. It's my personal one, right? Yeah. And then talking about music, I want to release the project, the 10-track project, right? Yeah. And then to expand off of my brand musically, and um, shout out to you, and shout out to people like um, 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 Nick the Manager, and you know, and 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 all the content that you be sharing, um, I actually was inspired by all of you guys to um, kind of do what what you do, and I want to release um, like a book, you know, mm-hmm. and just um, seven chapters, about 30, 40 pages, yeah, you know, and just the same insight I'm giving you, just give like, just give like new artists, like that's like, fire. It's like, crazy. Cause I was thinking like, why don't artists do stuff like that? Like at this point, experience is your best teacher. Like I'm sure you could say like, you done been through a lot, you done seen a lot and you done, you done messed up a lot. You know right. what I'm saying? And at this point, like why not pay it forward? And something like that could be easily used as like a lead magnet. Like that's how you can collect email addresses and first exactly, names. Exactly. You know, you feel me? <laughs> Right. And this is how I look at it too. Like, you know, shout out to everybody that 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 do their platform, right? I really respect it, you know. And I I'm I'd have read so much like different books during quarantine from all these marketing agencies and everything like that. Like I'm yeah. paying, like, paying it forward, you know. So it's like a lot of these agencies and stuff like that that you see, um, or people writing these books, you know, it's a lot of like managers, marketing um experts, music gurus and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And shout out to them because at the end of the day. They helping, they helping artists, and that's and that's like phenomenal to me, yeah. right? But when you get in it from an actual artist point of view, and you seeing me still go out and perform and do this and do that, it's but crazy. you know, I'm actually going out now. And I'm giving you a god, and I'm covering like the basics in 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 in, in this book. So we talking about like pre-release, post-release. Um, mm-hmm. talking about having passion about the music. We talking about um, mm-hmm. you doing your publishing the right way, your social media, your brand awareness. And that's all I'm really talk about, like, like you know. And there's so much other things I could talk about as far as like, um, EPKs getting shows and all that little minor stuff. Like, but yeah. that's that's something that I'm probably gonna talk about, like, if I decide to do like a volume two to my book, whatever the case may be. But I definitely just want to help people because at the end of the day, I also feel like this, like, I might never win a Grammy or nothing like that. You know, I got a plaque, you know. But I look at it like, um. My favorite basketball player is Chris Paul, right? Mm-hmm. He might not ever get a ring, but everywhere he goes, he leaves impact. He leaves yeah. an impact on the team, the players, everybody around him. Like, Blake Griffin wanted to be Blake Griffin was with Chris Paul. Like, David West was an all-star. He yeah. never been an all-star was with Chris Paul. You understand what I'm saying? So how I feel right. is just like, even with his new with his new journey, he going to Phoenix. He might not win no championship there, but he's going to have an everlasting effect on somebody like Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. So I feel is like I might not be able to hit this mainstream or do this or do that, but at the end of the day, I'm still successful, you know? Right. And I could just I could just give you tools or whatever the case may be. And you could probably take that and go to the and go to the whole, take it to a next, a next place in life. So if I could help other artists, you know, and I'm gonna say, hey, $15 or whatever, exchange for this information. Yeah. Like, you know, that ain't nothing, bro facts well on that note let's 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 leave with this my last question to you is what inspires you to keep going i mean i just think i just think the growth bro like you understand what i'm saying like the growth definitely inspired me to keep going like if i tell you when i first started recording music i was recording music um out of a out of a cabinet with a computer mic and we punched bro. a hole. We bro, we punched a hole in a cup of noodles, cup of noodles, <laughs> and we put it around it, bro, for interface. And we were, and that's that's how I recorded my first song, bro. Like, like for real. Yo, so like, just to see now, I perform performing with a full band. I got merchandise. I got like, I just got so much stuff going on. Like, it's just growth, bro. Like that's yeah, that's that's what keeps me going, bro. The growth. I feel you, cause my story is pretty similar. Like I remember being in like sixth grade. My mom had bought this laptop. She bought like my first my first Dell laptop. Like my boy was like, "Yo, let's make a song." So me and my uh, two of my homies went to his basement. I brought the laptop. We had like some shitty little three point five millimeter jack like mic. We hung the mic from the ceiling put the laptop on a table and we all gathered around it. Right. And he had a sound system that was decent in his basement. So 
we picked the beat and they played the uh beat in the background turn the voice recorder oh, on yeah we turned the voice recorder on on the laptop gathered around the mic we all sang the hook together right and then we performed our own individual parts but then came back into the hook and sang the hook together like so y'all just doing it in one shot y'all didn't even say yo one you shot no in. take no 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 it was one person went then all three of us sang the hook then that next person went and it's just that's just how it went. So trust me, I know about it. And to go from that in two thousand, what was it, two thousand six? To go from that in two thousand six to having this platform, you know, fourteen years later, you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy when you look back on it in retrospect, bro. Like you'd be like, damn, that's how it started. Damn, I'm man. And the crazy you, part is we ain't even nowhere yet. It's still a lot. Nowhere, bro. Nowhere lot, at all. Man. It's still alive. And I feel like I, I, I feel like my job is just to like keep on creating and keep on doing what I do. You know, bringing bringing my genre to to to, to being normalized for everybody, and Word. and just helping, just helping like the next generation. You know, that's it, man. That's what I feel like that's all you could really ask for. But look, man, like I, I really appreciate I appreciate you for coming up here and just sharing everything that you shared because all of that was extremely helpful, dog. Like. Like for sure, for sure, and I feel like we cross paths for a reason, bro. Like it's a fact. Everything, everything happens for a reason. So, um, like I really can't express my gratitude enough, dog. I appreciate you for having me, bro. Even even when we done with this podcast, bro, you have time to chop it up, man. About- yeah, no, we're gonna definitely chop it up. I was recording right now, but as soon as I stop the recording, we're gonna we're gonna chop it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But let everybody know where they can find you at, man. What you got going on, what you got coming up, bro. Um, y'all can follow me, Instagram, Zuras23, Z-O-O-R-A-S-S-2-3. Um, you can follow me anywhere, um, Zuras on Twitter, Facebook fan page, Spotify, ZurasOnline.com, Z-O-O-R-A-S-S online.com. Keep up with me. You talk about any any virtual shows we got coming up. We just did a big virtual festival a few weeks ago. Um, merchandise, music videos, everything. Check out my brand new single out right now called It Wasn't Me, featuring my producer. Video on fire right now. Where is that? 10K? 11K? Yes. We, had, we had about, yeah, I think we, we just hit a little over 13K right now, you know, so... Go check that out, and you know, 2021, man, we 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 going up, man. we going up. We got we got some projects coming out, working on this book. We got a lot of good music coming out, you know. So just just just, just, just stay in tune, man. Just follow me, hear refreshing sound of Caribbean music, and mm-hmm. just you know, get involved for real. Well, look, man, y'all heard it, yo. Make sure I go check my boy out. <laughs>